Welcome to Conversations with Goddesses. Episode 8. We're getting close to double digits. This is crazy. It's crazy. And it's just getting more and more fun each time. Okay, so we wanted to dedicate an episode to our favorite podcaster who inspired us to start this podcast. That is our dating guru. He's pretty awesome. Jared Jared Freed. Freed. (laughs) Um, Also known as J Train. When you listen to him, he kind of live reads these emails. Like mostly women write in, sometimes guys do. And the way he answers it, it's like so on the spot. And Mm -hmm. what comes out of his mouth 99% of the time, you're just like, how did you come up with that so quickly? And even his guests are like, wow, that was like a really cool angle you saw that from. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. And he answers very bluntly and honestly from the man's point of view, which we appreciate. Yes. Because I feel like what this whole podcast you and I are doing is us trying to pick apart and decipher what exactly guys are thinking and why they do the certain things they do. And he's very good at being like, it comes down to this. Right. So first let's talk about some of the things that we've learned from him that he like repeats or like, you know, bullet points often (laughs) that, that we've taken with us that we, okay. Okay. We know this. Everybody knows that guys want sex, right? I was like, that was going to be my first thing. (laughs) N turned me on to him. And when I first started listening, that is the first thing I picked up on. I'm like, wow, he is really driving home this. Every guy in the beginning, when they first meet a girl, all they're thinking about is that first sex. Yeah. But it's true now that I'm dating in the dating world. Yeah. Oh shit. I know. And it's like, we know that, like, it sounds silly us being like, oh, this is some big realization. You know, we're always told that and the movies, you know, drive that home. But you think, really, is it really like that much? And he is just like, he's spot on. Yeah. When any guy like looks at your picture, you walk by, like they're just thinking. And to be fair to Jared, he's not saying like all men are dogs. He's saying they might be looking at you like, I want to have a relationship with her, possibly, but they still in the beginning, that's what's driving them. And he's also said like everything that they do or say in the beginning is to have sex. Yeah. So you can't, and that's one thing like we've touched on They're too. They're being the shiniest version of themselves. Well, I mean, we've gone through this with some of the, the guys I've mentioned, you know, them acting interested or doing X, Y, Z or whatever is like, that is the goal. And so I think this is a, a different perspective or an opposing view to Jared's, but he will say like, it doesn't matter if you sleep with somebody on the first date or if you wait, that it just makes it happen faster. Like a guy realize if he does or doesn't want to be with you faster. But I kind of disagree with that. I think they're driven towards sex. And I kind of feel like if you do have sex right away, then they... They have nothing else to work for. Right. And I think that it is different being on the apps than not. Because if you, in the older days, when you would meet somebody organically, maybe you worked with them or you had mutual friends or went to school with them, then you may have some kind of history with this person. Like they already know you to some degree and know they're interested in you for whatever reason. and then if you, you know, had gone to school together for two years and been in the same friend group for two years, then you go out on a date and have sex on the first date. That may not matter. You may still be interested. But I, but when you meet somebody on the app, you don't know anything about them. Yeah. You're starting from zero. So I do think that they will lose interest. Well, and I, I was talking to you about this before we started recording. Since being newly single in the last, you know, year and a half or so after a 13-year-long relationship, um, I was reading all the blogs I could. I was listening to all the dating podcasts I could. And a lot of them are from psychologists and 
you know, dating relationship experts for like 20 years that actually coach people like in their office, like how to do this. And a lot of them abide by the 90 day rule. They're like, you should not have sex with a man for 90 days if you want to see what he's really made out of as far as relationship potential. And it's just getting him to see if he's willing to wait for that or not. And then a lot of them will fall off in the first like two weeks when they realize they're Mm -hmm. not gonna get it. But the ones that stick around, it kind of like builds intimacy and that is what they, they're like, if you can hold out for 90 days, it's kind of like the magic number. And so that is interesting. Which is a long time. I had never heard that before, but that is interesting. I don't think the guys on the apps are gonna wait 90 days because they don't have to. Right, they don't have to. But I do think that that also, there could be, of course, like with everything, different variables. Like say, it, like if you have known somebody for two years, then like that's gonna be a different 90 days than somebody that you met for the first time. So if you start talking to somebody and you go out every single day for two weeks versus somebody that you start talking to and have gone out one time within those two weeks. I feel like that's a different 14 days of the 90 days. Sure, there's validity to that, but that's interesting because I feel like it could kind of ebb and flow depending on. Yeah, for sure. But it would be an interesting experiment. Yeah. Get them to hold out for 90 days. Yeah, but I'm um, fine with that. And the couple people that I'm talking to right now, I'm fine with, you know, experimenting with that a little bit. And also, you know, that's going to help from the female perspective too, because then that doesn't cloud our feelings. Like sometimes if there's somebody that maybe I wasn't even that interested in really, or didn't think that I liked that much, but you end up sleeping with them. And then it's like that part of me, that ego part of me, or that that's like, you better still like me. Yeah. It could cloud like, do I really like him? Or is it because because I want him to like me after we had sex. And it makes women attach more. And it makes women attach and it makes us start thinking irrationally. And then all of a sudden it makes them detach once they've gotten it and they're thinking rationally because they feel like they've got Mm -hmm. the power. Yeah. So I think it would be a good experiment. Yeah, I do too. Okay, so that is where we thank you. Jared's probably listening to this going, 90 days. Yeah, I know. He's like, that's longer than most relationships. Isn't that what he says, that 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 three months is a magic number for relationships and stuff, like short-term relationships? So, yeah, that would be interesting if, um, hmm, 90 days. And then also... Jared likes 90 day fiance. Maybe this is a theme of 90 days. Number. 90 um, day fiance is awesome. Oh by my the way. God. I know. You've rabbit hole. I didn't start watching it until where, uh, what's his name? Big. Big Ed. Big Ed. <laughs> and all I saw, I saw all these memes of it and people oh, posting yeah. about it. And I was like, who is this? What is this show? Somehow I didn't even know it. And so I watched it and I, it made me so happy. <laughs> I loved it so much. It's that, also like a train wreck that you. You can't look away. Oh my gosh. And then um, Darcy Silva, that's on like all of them. She dated the British guy. Was she a twin? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I got obsessed with her. (laughs) And I started going back and like trying to find all of the episodes that she was on. Yeah. So that's something that uh, Jared has helped us realize that even like. Again, we knew this, but like really realize that that is the goal. And so, you know, you were armed with that knowledge. So now going in, when I'm hearing a guy saying all the right things, I'm just like, yeah. We're not eating it up with right. a spoon. It's, yeah. it's good to have that knowledge. Right. So thank you, Jared. And there is a balance, like knowing that going in, keeping it where you're not going in so callous that you don't, don't be, come off as... Um, jaded you know what i mean you don't want to come off as jaded and like right man hating and like right. so you have to it's like the balance of knowing that that's 
most likely what the goal is here, but still able to engage in the conversation right. and, you know, mm-hmm. retort back to yeah. whatever they're throwing out. Yeah. I feel like I had, um, I feel like I'm at that place now. Yeah. I feel like but it, you had to go through some yeah major speed bumps mm-hmm. to get there. Oh, yeah. So you got a little bit of a callus, but you're not Yes, totally. And so it's like, I want to, at the same time, enjoy the person I'm with and the moment that I'm having, but then also be aware of like, keep enough of a guard up to realize not be fooled. Right. Exactly. To not, yeah. yeah to live in reality. So isn't that a quote from great Gatsby though? I love that book F Scott Fitzgerald. Uh-huh. And she's like talking about her daughter and she's like the best thing a girl, the best thing in the world, a girl girl can be is a beautiful little fool. Like just be pretty and not know. I love the Leo movie. It's so good. Uh-huh. Okay. So thank you day train for that peek inside of guys brains okay so then i want to talk about something that i actually don't like most of the stuff that jared says i 100 percent agree with and i'd like take in and and Mm -hmm. everything but there's something that i've heard him repeat several times that every time he says it i'm like i don't know if i really you know i feel like there might be something more to this thought but actually i think on the most recent you up which is jared and jordana abraham from betches podcast that we love love that um i feel like just this last episode because i was already wanting to talk about this on here I think that she addressed it a little bit on this last episode, which was interesting. Have you listened to it yet? Uh, What is the topic? Um, Okay, so it is where Jared is always saying, like, when a girl's like, does he like me? Does he like me? Does he like me? How can I tell if he likes me? And Jared's always like, that's not what you need to be worried about. Do you like him? Oh, yes, I did hear this. Okay. Yes, and that's what I always think every time he says this, when he's like, you've got, you know, you've got to worry about, do you like him? That's And I'm thinking, they probably already know that. They already like him. And now they're trying to figure out, like, how do I tell if he likes me? And so I can say this from Uh, experience. I, what, what, hold on. Let me just say, so from my experience, like, for instance, I guess any, any one of the three fuckboys that I've dated, like, I liked them. I already decided I liked them. And then when they start to act a little bit off, then I'm like, wait, is this a sign they don't like me? I don't agree with that. This is my experience. No, but I remember you, like at least one of them in the beginning, you didn't know if you liked them. Right, but it wasn't like I wasn't waiting to see if he liked me. The more I hung out with him, the more that I was like, I do kind of like him. I wasn't trying to figure out if he liked me in order to decide if I liked him. Because in fact, in the beginning... But isn't that what he's saying you should do? You were doing it the right way. You were trying to figure out in the beginning if you still even liked him. Right, but then after things shifted... After then, I was like, oh, does he not like me? Like, what happened? So that's the point, I think, when the people are writing in. With the guy that you're talking about, when I first met him, yeah, I thought he likes me more than I like him. I was going to say, I have a question for you and your experience with that guy. Do you think that what you're saying is when it flipped... Do you think it was even like, do you re- do you think that really maybe at your core you even really cared if he liked you or it was more just like, wait a second, I didn't even know that I liked you and now you can't do this to me? No, I mean, I didn't have the same level of feelings for him that I did uh, like with Buckboy Zero. Zero, yes. But I did go, you know, the first couple of times I talked to him and went out, I wasn't even sure if I was going to go the next time. I was like, I don't know, but I was like, I'll give him another chance. I remember this. And then, um, and he was very, because there were some very positive things that were intriguing. He was very respectful, had really nice manners. He was a good dad. So there were things that I liked about him. And then after hanging out a couple more times, and I think I even said this, I was like, yeah, I thought 
thought that he was very like had this big facade up, but he kind of got vulnerable and told me some stuff about his life. And I was like, oh, maybe there is more to this. Maybe I'm being too judgmental. And then once we started, once we kissed, then I was like, oh, there's chemistry too. So then I did like him. And then after the fifth or sixth date, I spent the night there. And then I even told you the next day, I think I'm going to try this, right? Like I was like, okay, so now I've given him enough chances. I did like him. There is the chemistry. I spent the night. Yeah, I kind of want to do this. And then a week later, he's like fading out on me. But he was, he was doing a little bit of a fizzle fade. It wasn't like, and it came right after like a really great night. And so then that's when I would write into Jared and say, he said this and this, does he still like me or no? And that's it, because if he doesn't like me, then I don't want, you know, I don't want to waste my time. Right. Okay. So what, what was your thought? I think it was just that. Like, I, oh. I think it's more like... I think that it becomes a, like more of an obsessive thing because it's it gets to a point where like they aren't sure they like the guy and they're like okay I'm gonna give him a chance but they are deciding if they like him or not but then once the guy maybe gets confident because even though you're still deciding it could come across like you like him because you're doing all the motions that like you need to do to but keep when, going on dates but when the women write in uh, and they say hey he did this and that or look at these texts does he like so that's the information we have and it might be something more like with fuckboy zero like I fell for him I liked him a lot and he made it seem like he liked me a lot and then he did a long fade out that was confusing but would keep saying no I'm still into this and I'd be like but you're not seeing me and he's like no but I do I'm just and it was like this mind fuck and so then I would uh, send those texts to Jared and be like can you look at this and tell me like does he still like me or not and I have already determined I like him and I am like the now feeling heartbreak because I'm just like so confused if then Jared could look at that and say yeah he doesn't like you anymore and then I'd be like okay well I can hand I can deal with that I just wonder how many girls are saying does he like me or not are really just like almost at that place where they're like how dare he not like me like I gave him a chance and I was up here and he was down here and now all of a sudden he thinks like and I think it's almost like they go a little bit crazy trying to figure out like do you know how lucky you are that I'm talking to you right I think that probably happens but then they would write to Jared at that point and say, does he like me or what? Because I think it's the like audacity that he knew he liked you in the beginning mm-hmm. because he was like chasing something that was probably a little out of his league. And then now it's, he's flipped it. So are you saying the girl that you're, that you're saying right now, does she like the guy? I think she's saying she wants to, I think she was still figuring out that she likes him and she likes him enough to know that she wants him to like her back. And now it's like driving her crazy that like what, obviously in the beginning he liked her and she probably felt like she was a little above him. Now is like making yourself crazy like how dare you be the one now to make me like wonder whether you like me or not like this is supposed to be the other way I mean, I think that's a definite thing. I, I don't know. The idea I got from when, when women would write in to J Train and say, can you look at this text exchange? Does he like me? Or how can I tell if he likes me? And I also can say, like, so having been on the apps now in this dating world for like six months or whatever, there are very few people out of the hundreds that I want to even have conversations mm-hmm. with, messaging with. And then so I don't want to waste my time either with somebody. Right. So the people that I've narrowed it down that I want to message with and then take it to text or FaceTime from there or whatever. I already like those guys. If I didn't like them already, I would have cut them out from that. They would have already been cut from the list. 
And so then if I'm like, okay, these are the three guys or whatever out of the 300, I'm already interested in them. I don't, yes, I don't want, then then it does have Mm -hmm. something to do. Like if, if they don't, if it's clear they don't like me, then I'm not going to pursue that to the next level. Yes. But that's an interesting, I do think that there's both parts of it. I do think that there is when somebody is like. you almost psych yourself into thinking when you were still figuring out that you liked them. Mm -hmm. And then they somehow flip it right when you're in mid-decision that you like them. Mm -hmm. When that happens, all of a sudden you've psyched yourself into thinking, well, now this is 100% what I want. But really, it's just like you've got, really, it's just the whole like burn of like, wait, I was still deciding on you. That's possible. But also with the you up one where, where Jordana kind of had a different take. That's what she said. She's like, I think this girl's already figured out she likes this yeah. guy. And so that, um, I think that that happens more than maybe even Guru Jared realizes. Yeah, you already like the guy and you are trying to figure out if he likes yeah. you back as a thought. So that's just a different perspective. Yeah. And then also there was something he mentioned on his last episode of um, this girl writing in and saying that um, after having dated guys and been on the apps for so long and she would, she would get in these mini relationships and get dumped by guy after guy and just like, she was like, I was confident and positive and optimistic going in. And then after so many times of being like rejected and dumped and rejected and dumped, she's like, I just, am I just undateable? Am I just like whatever? And, and Jared and his guests were commenting on her negativity. I'm like, well, you gotta like, just get rid of those negative thoughts and you gotta just get back out there and everything. And I'm thinking, <laughs> but she probably are, you know, that's what she's, she's been doing. Yeah. Like how many times? You can't be positive can't, forever right? when, you're, when you're smacked but down. At some point it's delusional. Yeah. Like at some point. And it, I think kind of pathetic. Yeah. Like you can't, yeah. If you keep getting dumped over and over, <laughs> I mean, it's not realistic. And I don't mean pathetic like I'm making fun of her. I'm saying like, I, if it was me, I would, I would look at myself in the mirror and be like, you're being pathetic. Like if every time yeah. delusionally positive every day, if 10 out of the last 10 guys that you dated all dumped you. Then if you didn't say this sucks, yeah. like what is, am I undateable? Am I doing something too. wrong? Nobody can be rejected that many times and just be positive every Right. And so it. you could have started out very positively and then she's at the point now, that's why she's reaching out to Jared and just saying, I mean, there must be something wrong with me. Right. Because I think what happens, and this is the way I think in any situation where there's work or relationships, I think friendships, I think if you have enough, a big enough number of dates and that many dates have all rejected you, you have to almost start looking at yourself as the common denominator of the problem. Right. Like what are the odds? And like, say you're applying for jobs and you apply for 20 jobs and you get rejected from 20 jobs, you're going to be like something. It's like, I got to relook at my resume. Yeah, I got to figure out me. if I'm interviewing it's a numbers wrong. Game. Like what yeah. am I doing right now? I'm unemployable. Then that is a fact. 20 out of 20 places rejected you right now. You are unemployable. You got to change something to become employable. So I think she's saying I'm undateable, right? So I've got to change something like, what is it in order? And so, so I, and I think it's probably hard for Jared because he's getting like snippets. He doesn't right. know what she's like on a date. I mean, what if she sits down and immediately starts saying crazy things right. that are like running for the hills and he doesn't know, Oh, is she have this negative attitude from she's day like one by a cleaner, like right, she lingered. <laughs> we talked about earlier or like when that negative attitude started did she like did she have it and then people are vibing on that or is it after like trying to be positive for 
mm-hmm. a, you know, years of this. And, and then she's jaded. Just, yeah. People break. Everybody has a breaking point. Ugh. And I think when you get to a hole of feeling bad about yourself like that, it's hard to dig yourself out of it. Mm-hmm. Because it's like the definition of crazy. Like expecting mm-hmm. a different result. If she's doing the same thing every time, I think she's saying like, what can I tweak? Yeah. But he's not going to know that. But right. there has to be something she's doing. So I do think sometimes where one of the answers is, and I do understand that he's got to cover his ground and, and say like to try to be positive. But I think, a, you know, from a female perspective, somebody who's been up and down and felt super confident and positive and at like I could have anybody I wanted to being rejected and dumped and rejected and dumped and feeling like, well, I guess not. I guess these guys are out of my league. Like they're the ones that are not wanting to date me anymore. So what am I supposed to think at some point? Yeah. So it, that does become difficult. Oh, the other thing that was mentioned in his most recent episode is um, this girl wanting to be or trying to be the chill girl. And I do like I do agree with J Train's like thoughts on this. I just thought it was something interesting to bring up because we have talked about being the cool girl before, but being that chill and feeling like that you can't. I feel like when it gets to the point where you feel like you can't call guys on their shit because you're a nag. Because, yeah, yeah, like, I don't want to be difficult. I don't want to be demanding. I don't want to be high maintenance or Everything's cool with me. Look at other women. Hang out with your boys. Don't text me back. I'm fine. Right. First of all, that's a lie. Uh, Yeah, it is. And second of all, I feel like that would be unattractive to a guy to some degree. Like you're like a, a, a doormat. Right. Like, you have no... Jared is always saying, like, he wants people with opinions. And so yeah, and so I feel like that is so true. And so we have a mutual friend. I you know love her, but I'd seen this pattern with her a lot, and it almost started to get me like frustrated with her because she wondered why these relationships weren't working out. And I even have said this to her before. I don't remember how the whole conversation unfolded, but she would just be like never having like never expressing any kind of expectations or setting any any boundaries right it would just be like oh if he was supposed to hang out with her this weekend and then decided last minute to go hang out with his friends and she'd be like okay no problem and then eventually these guys all would break up with her because that's not it's not honest first of all well and also i think it's like i think that shows like a lack of respect for herself right and a guy wants somebody who's independent and respects themselves I think so. It's almost like you want, they probably want her to care. It's almost like you want to shake her and be like, fight for something. Mm -hmm. Like fight for yourself a little bit here. Like show me that you've got a little bit of like backbone and standard. If you just keep rolling over every time, that's like almost like maddening. Yeah. When you just said that about like almost shaking them and saying like, oh, I want you to care. That reminds me of like when a guy gets jealous or not. Like you don't want a jealous boyfriend that's like going to get violent all the time or like accuse you of stuff all the time. But a little bit of that like jealousy is it also shows honesty and but a little bit of that jealousy, I think, shows honesty and vulnerability and that they, I mean, are human. Like, they care about what's going on and how they recognize how that is affecting you. But that kind of just made me think, like, vulnerability is something that is attractive. That's something that Jared yes. mentions, too. Vulnerability is an attractive trait. And if you're always the chill girl, the cool girl, that's not showing any vulnerability. And it doesn't feel maybe substantial or yeah. real. That is the chill girl. And I think in this last episode, he was saying, like, she even said in her email, like, she's wearing the mask of the the facade of the 
the chill girl. And I mean, people are eventually going to see through masks and you're not going to be able to keep that up. It's not sustainable. It's not authentic. It's not sustainable. And if you are somehow able to keep it up for like a you know extended period of time, it's going to eat away at you. And what's going to happen is you're going to lose your shit one day and it's all going to come out. It's yeah. going to be bad. Because mm-hmm. I used to just push everything down. I was like, it's fine. I'm like a duck. Everything rolls off my back. The yeah. next day, we would, my ex and I would have a huge fight. And I would wake up the next morning, like it never happened. Like, well, it's a new day. He would be like, wait a second. We had a major fight last night. Like, and you're acting like it's a sunshiny, bright day. And I'm like, but it's in the past. And what happened was, you know, we started going to therapy because it started coming out of me like boiling rage Uh because I pushed it down for so many years. It's just not good. No, no, that's true. So, I mean, my hair started falling out. I'm serious. It's just your your body reacts. Yeah. You got to. Yeah, and, and being the cool girl, especially with if they're dropping you at the last minute for their guy friends, and then you're just saying that that's okay. So he'll never respect her. No, that's, yeah, that's not cool. Um, is there anything that else? That is not chill. That's <laughs> not chill no. to be the chill girl. Was there anything, any other J-Train things that you wanted to mention? Um, oh, one other thing. Tell me if you think, if this rings a bell with you that J-Train says sometimes, when women ask, am I wasting my time in this relationship? Oh, yes. Okay, I remember. When he says, like, women will ask, am I wasting time in this relationship? And he will acknowledge, like, at a certain age, there is a biological clock, and that's one aspect and everything. But putting that aside, he does say, like, you're not wasting your time if you're getting experience and you're learning what you like, and, like, why are they so worried about wasting time and everything? And I had a different thought aside from the biological clock. If you're like in your early or mid thirties and you're like, okay, I've got to like figure this out. You don't want to be wasting your time. But aside from that, as a woman too, I feel like I become less marketable the older I get. Yes. So if I'm with somebody that I'm wasting my time from 25 to 35 or any number of years in there the reason i want to know if i'm wasting my time is because if this is not working i need to get back out there while i'm yeah, still attractive we're not getting any younger no i know so i feel like that was another kind of angle of that whole like reason why a woman would care if she's wasting 100 percent Time is of the essence. I know. Especially for us, and I know. I wonder, that's kind of a question I have for guys. I wonder if we could put on the survey. Is there an age range or is there a certain cutoff that they stop at? You know, like you can put your age range in. So is it like, oh, I, I'm looking well, for... Well, I know X, I think, put, I think he said he put like 45. Okay. And he's in his 30s. Mm-hmm. And I have, I have... Match. I'm four years older because, than him. Um, and you had experience with guys? With, with guys that were younger. Um, I, w- I bet it's like 45. I, but you know what's interesting? And it could be, it could totally. I think, I think it depends too on like if they want to have children. Yeah. Because we can't after a certain, I mean, we're considered geriatric maternally. At 35. At 35. Yeah. Which is, I hate that phrase. But I know. it's true. I know. But, and this could be a total coincidence, but I had a birthday in June and I do realize that was, I mean, I guess middle of quarantine. Um, but quarantine when, <laughs> but when the number changed and I don't know if that was exactly it or if I'm just like, I feel like I was like, why are there not that many people on here anymore? And, um, I, it could be from quarantine totally. That could be one of the factors, but I was like, I wonder if that is some kind of like cutoff age that people put in their oh. range. And then all of a sudden I'm not in that range anymore. I don't know. It might, might not be. I do uh, remember several years ago when I was in my long-term relationship, 
a woman that was a client of mine, um, she was in her early 40s and she was dating. And I remember her saying, once you hit 40 on those apps, like guys will put up to 39 being their age. And X didn't. Yeah, no, that's good. Maybe it's changed a little bit, but I just remember thinking that's so disheartening. But I also, speaking of the age 39, I have met a couple of guys who are in their 40s and they'll put 39 on their dating app. And I wonder if that's... Like for their own age? Yeah. I didn't know you could lie. I thought it was a connected um, to something. I think you can connect it to something on some of them, but some uh, of them you can just put it in. But I'm always honest on there. Why would you want to lie? what we were talking about before. Because they don't want... They think that like the women that... They, they don't want to cut out the women that are going to put the cutoff date at 39. The person who puts all the filters on their pictures, like to the point where they're unrecognizable and then has the balls to sit down on a first date. And right. and it's like that, like lying about your age, is going to come up. Like if you end up being serious with them and then you have to have that conversation, mm-hmm. like, oh, by the way, I lied about my age. Like that's just an awkward conversation that you're setting yourself up for that you just don't even have to have. I know. I've seen people that I know on the apps and I know how old they are, like people that I know. And, and they're lying. Like, uh-huh. It's so weird. That's what I'm saying. Like it's such a small city. And it makes that person look insecure. Yes. I feel like. Oh, we can segue that into the, the dating app thing, like profiles. We yes. Were talk yes. About. So, uh, like on the dating apps, we wanted to talk about like what we do and don't like about guys' profiles and stuff. Yeah. So. And I, I, I don't have any experience swiping for myself, but I've just recently got to do ship, which is Jordana's yes um, from Betches for for N and it was really fun because you know um so ship is a dating app where your friends can join also and even if they're in a relationship or they don't want to be looking for somebody they can go on and swipe for you so if I made a profile on there M can go make a profile and but she doesn't like nobody sees her picture and the guys don't know if I swiped on them or I did right or one of your friends did and so it's a it's a fun way for your friends to try to and it's cool because it'll when I swipe on somebody it'll tell me that like I match somebody for her like she liked the same person yeah yeah looking at their profile pictures mm-hmm. what are things I definitely if their profile picture had sunglasses I was like no because you can't see their eyes eyes are huge eyes are huge it's like what we were talking about in our previous podcast like what guys look for in a girl or vice versa that glow that thing that comes from the inside mm-hmm. I think if you're hiding that like you can't even if they're smiling, I think your eyes smile as much as your mouth does. And there are some guys that have sunglasses on in every picture, or they've got Wait, pictures so where, they're where, hiding? where they're so far away sometimes where you yeah. can't, like, if you can't see their face. I don't like it when they're wearing a hat because, yeah. it, number one, you could be getting hatfished. Or, <laughs> which I'm not saying that's a bad thing. You, right. If you like bald men, that's fine. Right. But what if you don't like bald men and he's hatfishing you by covering that up? Mm-hmm. And also, just the shape of a guy's head is a huge thing, too. Like, it's just, it, it is. I mean, you're talking about a lot of things that you're hiding. Like, right. all the articles on the face and the head need to come off. Yeah. And then things that I liked, they're like one of the ones I think I swiped on for you. He had like the cutest, fluffiest movie looking dog. Oh. And he's holding yeah. him like a baby. And I was like, Yes. Yes. And she, and I know M doesn't have the same experience, but I was telling her, I was like, most guys, or I guess if they have any kind of app game, they all have a picture with a dog or a kid or both. And the dog thing, yeah, it works, man. It, does it really works. Me. The dog was real cute and he looked like he liked the dog. And I was yeah. like, okay. And um, there's also, speaking of ones that come up a lot, there's always ones of them holding a fish. 
going fishing. They're yeah. holding a fish. So often, I didn't know so many people and actually And I think fish. some guys will go farther, which I think is kind of ballsy because you don't know where a girl stands on this, like holding like a dead buck. Oh, I have. Like holding up the horns. Yes. Like, and I think that that's mm-hmm. a real like risky thing to do because I think some girls who are like country girls are probably like daddy hunts and that's fine. But I think me and a lot of people will be like, uh, no, I don't, I'm not down with the murder. Uh, agree. And there had even been a guy, uh, like one recently that was like, oh, like he, he alluded that he alluded to hunting. And I was like, eh, not a big fan, but okay. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe, maybe. And I scroll down in his last picture, he had like some, something hanging around, hanging around his neck, like almost a scarf with ducks all lined down. And um, like, like probably like literally wearing like a dozen ducks around his neck carcasses. that he just killed. No, no. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't yeah, do so it. Stuff like that's an automatic left swipe. Right. Oh, another automatic left swipe for me is when they take pictures laying in a bed oh yeah for sure they're laying like and they're shirtless and And like like, there's just enough of the sheet up there or none it's like they're it's like this is me on a saturday morning oh it just does not work for men i don't know Uh, i mean i don't no i don't think it probably works for women either but i like uh, doing it (laughs) (laughs) Um, i think shirtless I don't know that uh-huh. there's this, it's a slippery slope. I understand it's important to like see their body, but like in the gym, at the mirror, it's a slippery slope. I do feel like if, or if they're flexing, they're yeah, flex, oh, they're no. flex. I mean, if they're like on the beach or they're like, you know, it, with a friend on the beach shot or like, like right, or yeah. just like, oh, Surfing. Yeah, I'm going to be yeah, playing beach volleyball or whatever, then, uh, okay, that's one thing, a way to sneak in your, or like on a surfboard, those are kind of cool, I yeah. think, like when they have those, <laughs> but, uh, but no flexing and no mirror. The gym selfie mirror selfie like, without a shirt on is so bad. So I'm like, so I know good. you went in there where a bunch of guys could see you and you held up your phone and I can see you holding up your phone and you're making that face like, hey, you like yeah. what you see here? And I'm just like, no, actually, I don't. Oh, and speaking of faces, some of them will do the like kissy face lips. MySpace face. It's duck lips. Uh-huh. It's so bad. That is so bad. And I think you and I have made taking pictures making fun of that face. I think Being so. ironic. Yeah, that's bad. Okay, so... Oh, and then also when they have pictures in every picture and they're with friends. Like, I can't figure out who they are. Yeah, that's true. Like, which one are you? Yeah, I've thought that before too. And then putting um, no bio, you hate that. Oh my God. Yes, I hate when there's like no bio, they don't put anything, or if they put just ask. What does that even mean? I don't know. Like, like, oh, it's like, tell it me. Just ask. You're giving me a chore. Right. I mean, they're saying like, oh, here's my profile picture. And then it says like, talk, tell me about, or like, this is my bio. This is about me. I'm an open book. Just ask. Well, that's not the point. Like, no, the point it's, it's is you're giving supposed me a to job. write something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, oh. I read yeah, that as like, there's nothing interesting to say about myself. Yeah. And I'm hoping this will seem intriguing and clever to you. So it'll like get you I, to like swipe on me. But I would just be like. Guys, it doesn't. Vapid. Plus, every third guy puts that, so it's not original or unique. Right, there you go. Um, I'm trying to think. There was one I was just about to say. Can they put anything in their bio that comes across as, like, pretentious or, like, fake or douchey? There, oh, I have seen, um, like, on Bumble where the girls have to talk first. But, you know, if you if you swipe that you like somebody, they go up in your little line at the top of, like, you can start a conversation with them, but you have only, like... 24 hours to do so and if you don't like if I match with a guy I can reach out to him and say something 
if I let that 24 hours lapse, he can choose to extend the time and then I'll get a notification. Yes, I'll get a notification that says, oh, so-and-so extended the time. So sometimes you could, a girl could use that as like, oh, he's picking me. Like he's Yeah, he's paying, he's super interested. He's right. And so um, I have seen guys on that app say before, like, I'm not gonna wait or something. You snooze, you lose. Right, like don't it, yeah. fuck you. Yeah, so that's kind of gross. Or um, I have seen, I mean, and we talked about how we don't think it's a good idea for people to put filters on their pictures, but I have seen guys say in their bio. Wait, can I go back to what you just said? Mm -hmm. So a guy saying I won't wait is essentially him telling the girl, and this is a girl-driven app, I'm so hot and amazing, think twice, because if you swipe on me, you only get like the little bit of time or I'm gone. Right, and Jared talks about Bumble too, and I I get what he's saying about this. He says, oh, it markets itself as a female app, like a feminist app, like gives the women the power, and he's like, actually gives the men the power, because they already, they know who likes them first, so they have that power. So them saying like, I'm not gonna extend for 24 hours, is them kind of puffing up their chest and being like, yeah, exactly. Like, like you have to, yeah. I'm that hot and amazing. You get one chance and I'm gone. Right. Oh, fuck you. Then I'm just gonna yeah. swipe left. But I have seen guys on there say, if you have filters on your pictures, just swipe left. Like, oh, fuck that. I they know. probably do too. <laughs> Which is like, oh, we did say. We don't think it's a good idea to do that. But, no, I, but I'm talking about your the, bio. But I'm also talking about the filters. This, these filters now that girls are using on Instagram, uh-huh. they, they don't look like human beings. They look like aliens. And I, they're some of my friends. And I'm like, I know, like, all of a sudden they have, like, literally alien eyes. And, like, their nose has been whittled down to nothing. And then, like, the lips have been, like, yeah. but there's no way to walk in and make that. The ones that just kind of smooth away some pores or whatever, that's right. less harmful. But when you're literally altering your bone structure so much uh-huh. that, like, you look like a totally different human i don't know how you could walk into a date and sit down with straight face uh-huh. and be like it's me they'd be like huh right but can i tell you this is how psychotic this is an ex of mine years ago his mother was cuckoo for cocoa puffs she would get on it was match.com i guess at the time to meet men and she would go into like the newspaper and cut out the jc penny ad models no. and upload those as her photograph and then she would put on a wig and looks nothing like them She's what not, like a attractive she would go sit down with this weird wig and be like yeah that's me and they'd be like uh and like 30 years older than these women i mean she was doing this when she was like in her 60s oh my gosh that is people are ballsy that is psychotic i would die anyway i was mortified when i heard that story i was like wow what else um i will tell you something you want, are you talking about like things you don't like? Yeah, like that work or don't work. One of the things that like one of the guys I was asking about what he doesn't like about the apps and just in general is that he feels like it's it's just and and X said this too like when he started getting on there at the beginning of quarantine it just seems like bored people like you start all these fake conversations with people mm-hmm. and that there's nothing sincere about it. But I know that's not true, but that was right. But there is, I do think, yeah, like, um, and Jared J train, you do talk about this too, that people sometimes just do it because they're bored bored. and that, or that like, it's, it's fun. It's a little hit of dopamine to get a reply back from somebody or or to match with somebody. J train just did that funny, a TikTok where he was like being the girl who's married, like giving dating advice. She's like, can I swipe? I've never done it because it is, it's fun and exciting. That's why I like being on ship. Because I'm not currently wanting to get on the apps because I'm still a little nervous about it. But I love swiping for N. Like I did, I got a rush out of it. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. And I have found, um, it is, it does become, you know how you go down like rabbit holes on Instagram or something yeah. and you're all of a sudden you're like, Oh, how have I been on Instagram for 20 minutes? And yeah. I just, so that can happen sometimes too with swiping. You can, you know, you can see too on your, um, app, on your Apple phone, it tells you your screen time, yep. what you're doing. I wonder, cause mine's bad with social media. Yeah. Like hours a day. I know. But it's also, we do it for work purposes. That is true. Yeah. I wonder how many hours a day people actually spend swiping. All right. Well, let's maybe put call a, it. Let's put a pin in this. Let's put a pin in this. And then, um, again, J train, we love you. We love you. Like we're kind of obsessed with you in a very healthy way though. Yeah. Like we love you. All right. Well, yes, thank we'll you for listening. Sign off here then.